Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the WPBuilds.com podcast. My name's Nathan Wrigley and I'm joined today and hopefully forever in the future by David Wormsley. Hi, David. Hello, how are you? I'm really good. Now, um, we've just had a few little teething problems with our technology. This is the first time we've ever done this <laughs> together. So hopefully we'll get through this smoothly. But um, essentially, we are yet another WordPress podcast. Um, as I said, my name's Nathan Wrigley. I, I work in um, the UK. Uh, I'm sort of self-employed web WordPress developer working for a company called pictureandword.co.uk. And uh, where, where can we find you, David? Well, you can find me on my own personal blog, which is davidwarmsey.co.uk. Uh, I think it is. No, it's .com. I'm davidwarmsey.com. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember my own site. But I'm a freelance uh, web designer who escaped the UK to go out to sunnier climates in Goa I am at the moment. So I'm a digital nomad and freelancer, I guess. That's so nice. Uh, very often when I talk to David, he's in some delightful location with palm trees and things like that. And I'm I'm in the north of the UK and palm trees don't exist in the north of the UK. <laughs> Normally, I think at the top of this podcast, we're going to do a little bit of news and uh, say what's been going on. But as, as they're is an infinite amount of time between now and the beginning of the universe so there hasn't been you know any news since the last one because this is the first one um we're not going to do that we're just going to get stuck sort of straight into our topic which is i suppose really pertinent to both of us because it's how we first met and that was um because of using a wordpress plugin uh called beaver builder and both David and I are fairly active. He is way more active than me in the Beaver Builder um, Facebook group. And so, um, yeah, maybe, David, you could tell us what you posted in there just a couple of days ago. Yeah, to kick us off with this podcast. And we may go this route all the time, might we ask questions. Yeah. But uh, we asked the question about why did people choose Beaver Builder instead of the competition, the page building competition? And... There's a flood of responses. I was really taken aback by it, but fantastic stuff. There really was. You know, it, it's a testament to that community and how, how really generous mm. and kind and warm it is, which sounds like a bit of a uh, sort of mantra which is tripped out all the time. But genuinely, it is a, a fantastic group. And you've got, um, you know, pages and pages of replies to a fairly ordinary question really quickly. So that was wonderful. Um, so, yeah, just to reiterate, the question was, why did you choose Beaver Builder instead of the competition? And so what we're going to do is really just list out our own thoughts on that. Why did we pick it? But also um, hopefully name some names of the people that were involved in that thread on Facebook um, and discuss why they chose Beaver Builder instead of the competition. So number one, David. Yeah, well, that was the simple interface and ease of use. And the low entry, really, to starting um, with web design, the, the low barrier to entry, that's a, a key thing that I think most people talked about. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Larry, somebody, Larry Cornett. Now, sorry if we get any of these names wrong, um, but Larry Cornett and Paula Fenton both kind of highlighted that um, as, as a thing. And I completely agree. 
um, the simple interface, the ease of use, low barrier, you know, to entry are key features why I got hooked into it. Um, I think you and I have both got a history of being able to build websites without a page builder. It's not like it's necessary. We could do it without it, but it's just so much easier with it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was my biggest problem coming into Beaver Builder because it... I'm suspicious, a long history of being suspicious of things that come too easy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because they, they usually have some poor code or some real downside to it. And uh, and for me, that's the thing that's made this Beaver Builder community something different to anything else I've been involved in. Mm. Because because it brings in you know people like us who can do it, I guess, without a page builder and a, a code is important to us. And it brings in people who are doing it themselves for the first time or just kicking off learning to build pages. So it's a community of mixed people who are joined together from this um, this low entry barrier. You know, I really like it. Yeah, I mean, I suppose if you're listening to this podcast, there's a very high chance that you know what we're on about, what Beaver Builder is and what it actually does. But if you don't, um, essentially, it enables you to to build a web page with incredible speed. You've got um, the capability to drag elements with a mouse um, onto the page and immediately get visual feedback of what that's going to look like. Um, you can then click on parts of the page and update them and update text and colors and borders and padding and um, and it really does speed things up. You know, the old days mm -hmm. of building pages in a matter of hours, really, with things like Beaver Builder, it's minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the next point I think that uh, we we saw the common thing there wasn't we uh, Jeffrey Gordon was Jeffrey somebody who Gordon, that's right yeah they mentioned about speed up of development and that's actually is that something that no you you joined WordPress didn't you at the same time as taking on Beaver Builder so yeah. you didn't have that you didn't have that uh, WordPress development without Beaver Builder no <laughs> you're absolutely right I came I came from the Drupal community and I, I still potter about in there a little bit but um, I when I first saw Beaver Builder um, I think it was the first time I'd seen a page builder. It, certainly there was nothing like that at the time. There may well be in Drupal now, but there wasn't at the time. And I was completely taken aback. To me, this was a, like a real revelation. This was a, a moment of, oh, this is how it's got to be done in the future with certain caveats. You know, is the is the code clean? Um, mm. Does it do, does it spoil things? Will it disrupt the page speed load and, and things like that? And But the, the simple idea of dragging elements into a page uh it honestly there's it really does take the time down by what a factor of 10 something like that probably i would think so yeah but i came in you know i came into it with i think a bunch of other people from uh, a genesis framework background and, right you know and that's you know the the community there are really about clean code and keeping things simple and, it, and it's great uh framework but you know when you want to build out other pages um, that's where the problem comes because you're really into making your own custom templates for that quite complex stuff, you know. Mm. So yeah, I went on the lookout for other page builders and this was the one that, that filled that gap, being able to initially just build those extra pages, you know. Which, um, what, what other page builders are there? Which ones have you heard of or used? Or... <laughs> well, oh, for me, well, I, um, <laughs> I was a member of 
elegant themes, I think, since 2008. So Divi kind of came out at the same time. So I had a little play around with that. Um, but also, actually, my first trip into looking to something to extend Genesis was into one called um, Site Origins. That was a free one okay. from the repository. And I, I thought that was going to be the answer. I thought this will build out all those extra pages quickly. Um, it's a similar thing. And that led me, really, that journey led me on to Beaver Builder. Mm. And then I was I was sold then. My, um, my journey was, because I was beginning with WordPress, um, I, I didn't have the... I didn't really have to um, deal with like a backlog of things. Essentially, the first one that I came across, I bought and jumped on it and tried it a little bit, which was X. But I, I only mm. tried it for a little while because it, there's a theme. It's on Theme Forest. It's called the X X theme. And I, I have not, no, no axe to grind <laughs> against it, but I don't use it anymore. Um, and the, the reason for that is because when you remove a lot of these themes, they they create the page by putting in WordPress shortcodes and mm. and really it kind of locks you into their ecosystem a little bit because once you uninstall the theme you're left with junk um, and it takes a great deal of time to to create the page again whereas my understanding is and I've never actually done it because I've stuck with Beaver Builder is that if you uninstall Beaver Builder you're basically left with fairly decent HTML markup is that right? Yeah, well, that's actually it's been one of the complaints, but I, I have noticed that people have said, you know, you can solve this, particularly with Divi. I think because Divi's got quite a large community. Uh, obviously, Elegant Themes was, you know, a, a big theme provider, so it already had that community. So it's grown and they have found ways to strip out those short codes. So maybe for hmm. me, not such a big issue, but I, no. I don't. Yeah, I don't like the idea much of short codes. I don't like the idea of that's how it how it presents the information mm. i you know yeah With beaver builder you're loading a load of html divs aren't you effectively onto your page right. i don't like the idea that this is calling out short codes mm. into to just to, to display things so it's more it's really more from the for me for the angle of understanding how it does stuff yeah <laughs> Yeah, and you know, if it's I can, just a short code, you kind of have less of an understanding of how it's doing stuff. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. it doesn't bother me so much. I don't, I, I've not had the situation, or I can't think of the situation where I've had to move to another framework altogether with the same content. We've used it to rewrite it. So that fear of short codes isn't my big fear. But no. my my fear of it, or what's left, my fear of it is not understanding how everything goes where it goes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, my, yeah. My experience with the with the X theme, whilst it was brief, it was really positive. You know, they had a lot of really interesting things that you could just drop into the page. They have a a very different UI than Beaver Builder. Beaver Builder, if you um, if you drop something into the page, it creates basically a little blue rectangle for the sake of uh, a better way of describing it. And then um, if there's something within that blue rectangle, when you let go of the mouse, it, it appears on the screen. And then if you click on it, a little editing box uh, emerges and you can drag that around the page or make it go really large. And uh, whereas the X has got a completely different UI, everything is done on the left-hand side as if it's the customizer. Um, so uh, all right. the editing is done on the left-hand side of the screen in a two or three inch wide uh, box. And I really like that, actually. I, I kind of would be a... I would be a, an advocate of Beaver Builder going down that route because I find that actually that little uh, modal pop-up dialogue edit box, whatever it's called, that kind of does get in the way a little uh -huh. bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
And another thing which I really like um, about Beaver Builder, although I don't really use them very much, and it do, but it would speed up development, especially if you were, um, let's say, a novice and you just wanted a quick site really quickly, um, would be templates, the fact that you can put in templates. And Jim, Jim Galliano, I'm going to say Galliano, I think I've got yeah. that right, he mentioned that templates yeah. were something that he thought were a, a really brilliant thing about Beaver Builder. I know that you and I probably are less... A less, um, you know, a less inclined to yeah. use them. What's your thoughts on all that? Yeah, well, it was an interesting point because I think I overlook it. You know, there is a huge audience. We know. I mean, that's where I think, you know, uh, theme forests and places like that. That's really where they attract such great numbers of people. People go looking for templates, really, aren't they? They're looking for mm. something that looks great that they can amend, and that's not been something I've needed. You know, we've got in the Beaver Builder community now growing templates in the form of the add-on packs that mm. are increasing their templates. So, yeah, for me, I, I, it's not a selling point, uh, templates, because I find I, I have more trouble wrestling with them. Um, yes. So we should probably say that templates, um, Beaver Builder comes pre-installed with a whole bunch of page mm. templates. And the idea is that you cut the not only is it easy to drag and drop elements but the idea is that you click a button one button and the entire page is pre-built for you and then you would edit it from there um mm. i'm with you david in that i find they're they're of limited mm. use for me because i have a very fixed idea of what i want the page to look like or i have a fixed idea of where i want things to go but i would imagine for people who don't really use WordPress, have no experience building websites, they must be fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, uh, we've got a whole podcast in this one alone, you know, because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I, my experience is that there's a couple of times, and this is going back to my Genesis days, where I threw open to the clients who wanted to save on a budget the idea that they could go and look at that time at the Genesis uh, themes that were already available. So we would do some minor alterations to templates they picked and that would save them some money. Right. Uh, and um, yeah, but in, in both cases, it just you know went so badly because the client picked the wrong one. Now, maybe <laughs> if I'd have been picking, <laughs> well, they, they really did pick the, the, the most unsuitable one. And, and I guess they couldn't differentiate what that template was trying to present in terms right. of information against their own preference for colors and fonts perhaps you know mm. um but i i find the same thing you know so, so if i've got a an if a, a site's got to do something so it's got a primary job you know on that home page and i'm looking for a template i'm thinking about where content is placed and what that template is designed to do and and once I've done that, you see, it may be great for layout, but then suddenly I cannot imagine once I've seen somebody else's template replacing some of the images with something else. I, I've suddenly connected to that one look. Can, that's, can you that, do that's, that? That's really exactly my problem with them. That's yeah. funny that you should say that. Basically, as soon as I've seen it on the page, I kind of have a an, an impression that that's it. It's done. Um, yeah. And I can't. I cannot fiddle too much with it because I quite like it now. Actually, that looks really good. You know, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah, let's leave it like that. So I have to start. Basically, whenever I build a page, you know, I've played and I've clicked and I've looked at all the templates. But exactly the same problem as you. If it's on the page, I don't want to fiddle with the colors. I kind of like the images. They all look good. That's mm. fabulous. So I have to start with a blank page every time. 
um yeah unless it's something i've built in the past in which case you know you save your templates and and use reuse your own but uh yeah that's that's funny that you should say that speaking of clients um i think there was a a comment I, i don't know if anybody actually mentioned this comment or whether it was just between you and i but did you have a moment of fear when page builders came along? <laughs> Did you think that this was going to make um, w- designing and creating WordPress websites too easy to the point where, you know, you basically didn't have a reason to exist anymore? If if anybody can do it, what's the point yeah. in hiring a professional? Did you ever come across those moments of anxiety? Yeah. Uh, a little bit and actually somebody did mention I wish I could remember who mentioned that yeah. uh, this moment I've, I've heard other people mention this as well with Beaver Builder about this this slight feeling of guilt as well yes you know, that suddenly they've made it the work so much easier but they're going to charge the same of course but yeah but you know quickly got over that one I thought yeah everyone now they don't need me because they can do this themselves but I realized very quickly that they still need me because they can't have you had that then in that you've do, do you let many of your clients loose on the, the, the page builder or do you tend to um, build a website and then hand it over and they, they don't really fiddle with that too much? Well, tr- the truth is, I mean, most of the work I do is for somebody else and their clients and they hand it over, but they hand it over showing them what they can do. But to be honest, they don't touch it, you know, yeah. and in fact, in fact, they come back to her most of the time to make even small changes they could do themselves. So in my case, no, uh, they haven't bothered with it much. There is one client of, no, two, two that are just my personal clients who came back, who I spent a bit more time teaching them what they could do with it. And they have been more inventive. Uh, one, not doing it so well, but the other ones really run with it. So, And they understood it and they've made it work for them. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's really quite minor things they've done, but I think they feel very pleased with themselves yeah. that they're able to have this control. And that's what's, yeah, that's a big thing for well, me. That you is, know, that's isn't what, it? Yeah, that's yeah. really great. I mean, I've got I've got one client in particular who um, who makes quite a lot of calls back to me for very basic things. You know, they want to put an image in, and it doesn't matter how many times I've showed them how to put an image in, they still that's still an impenetrable barrier to them. Um, and so I end up doing little, tiny little bits of work here, there and everywhere. And um, w- with with that kind of stuff, you know, so even though to, to our mind, it's made it ludicrously easy. I think there's still an awful lot of people for whom even even that is way too much work. It's too uninteresting. It's not something they want to get involved in. So perhaps they're here to stay and they're not going to make us all go out of business, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it, I think it's a likely to increase business given client. I think we have to start thinking a little bit more in this kind of industry, uh, that, that barrier, I think between clients and designers has been narrowed a little bit. So I think everybody has to shift a little bit because mm. technology has shifted, mm. uh, how we do that, I don't know. That's no. another podcast there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we, we're going to keep keep coming up with ideas, aren't we? M- moving away from sort of our use of Beaver Builder mm-hmm. then and thinking more about the company, you know, the company Fastline Media who, who run Beaver Builder mm-hmm. or possibly, um, you know, w- was there anything about them that, uh, that attracted you towards beaver builder as a product instead of a different um, company that produce a different page builder or a, or a theme 
Oh God, yeah, me definitely. Yeah, that's an that's an interesting thing. Did you did you check out the company? I'm just going to throw this back at you first. Well, I, I it, but what I kind of picked up very quickly was mm. the support. Um, it appeared to me that the support. Well, I I sent a few requests in quite quickly, and you know, you, you buy these things at the expectation that the support's going to be okay hoping that it's going to be quite good and i made a few errors and you know i misjudged things and got things wrong and i sent off a, f a few support tickets and they were answered really quickly really politely really perfectly fixed the problem so that immediately gave me confidence to just sort of keep going with it and, and that seems to be the experience people do rave um a lot yeah. they're you know almost um almost evangelical about the yeah. the quality of support is that you would you would agree with that oh god yeah absolutely i it, it really is a definer for that and oh gosh when i um first checked them out because i was cynical about beaver builder it just seemed too easy i was looking for the downsides and i really and i, I also knew about visual composer which was around a long time before that and mm. it had a bad rap for its bad code and stuff so i really looked i started i think being around it with WordPress for a long time and having bought a lot of things. I started looking at the people behind the product and what they stood for. Hmm. And so I saw I saw them on a few uh, interviews and I really liked the story. The story was a simple one. They were an agency. They wanted to give over more control to the clients. They saw the advantages of these page builders, but they just didn't meet their criteria. And I know what they meant in that, you know, they they weren't uncertain about the, the code or the reliability of all the ones that they were using. So they built their own. And, and you know, it was their story about being agency users, trying to give their clients uh, the best experience they could and accommodate them. And their attitude as well to their clients about the fact that they wanted to treat them in the way that they would want to be treated themselves. And that, that just that theme came through with them. So their product, I was right behind in the first place because I thought it came from a genuine place. And, and they've managed to carry this through as they got bigger and just turned into being really not an agency any longer, but a, a product provider. They've carried through that same sentiment of treat other people the way that you'd like to be treated. And Isn't that interesting? The idea that you would kind of buy a plug-in based upon the personality of the people <laughs> behind the company, I, I've I I came about it the other way. You know, I bought it and then discovered uh, how nice these people were. Now I have to say I don't know any of them. I don't think I've even uh, I've uh, maybe in the Facebook group at some point I have written something and it's been responded to by one of the people from uh, Fastline Media, the, the the company that run and maintain Beaver Builder. But do you do you know the guys? Do you, have you got to know them over the over the time? I've never had a face-to-face -face chat with them. I've had a few, you know, a few little comments, private comments that we have on the Facebook page because I'm, you know, friends with them on Facebook and, and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, because I, I think, you know, I'm a reasonably early adopter of it because of that early story, you know. Yep. Yeah, you know, to be honest, it's not, I mean, it had to be, the goods had to be there before, but it was that combination. I think I'd probably just tried out the the light version, was thinking this seems really, really good. Yeah. And then I saw the interviews and the two together, you know. Yeah. Well, one of the things that that attracts me to it is, is part of the company, and that's their uh, kind of pricing. Um, it's not the cheapest yeah. thing in the world. But then again, yeah. my my stance on this is that it shouldn't be cheap. They should be 
you know, getting a fair amount of money, fair in the sense of equal, equal and, you know, um, equitable for the hard work that they put in. Um, and I know that some people think, you know, if you if you pay for the theme, that's suddenly costing quite a lot of money. Um, but I like the fact that there's a revenue model for them. They're a business. They need to be in business. I, I need them to be in business because I now kind of depend upon them. Um, and mm. so I think we should be paying a fair amount. Um, my renewal, oddly, is in about three days' time. And I, I'd be more than happy to see the, the pounds or dollars disappear out of my account and go into their account because I, I need to know that in one year, two years, ha- however long this keeps going that I'm going to get that level of support and that they can pay their, their own salaries and, you know, continue to explore what this can all do. Yeah. Do you know, there's a a little bit of a sub thread in that conversation was having from that question, a bidget, I think that's how you say his name, Raul, who's a guy who's speaking to. And we were kind of discussing that whole issue about that, you know, about models for different page builders. I'm exactly the same as you. I I feel reassured that they take good money and then can support it. Um, I, I don't trust free unless I can understand what they will get out of free <laughs> yeah it, it, it's such a it the the ecosystem that i'm from which is drupal um everything is free uh-huh. but there is no kind of understanding nobody's in it to make a living out of a plugin um whereas in wordpress entire companies and entire family lives are based upon the ability to maintain and sell a plugin and so they need, they absolutely have to have a revenue model which supports them. Um, and obviously the best will rise to the top and keep going. So, yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. That sounds that sounds like we're in yeah. agreement. There are a few free alternatives, aren't there? There seems to be the a few up-and-coming ones. Uh, I think, oh, I think well. we've made mention of, what, what is it, Elementor? Yeah. Elementor, yeah, that's the one that's getting all the rave reviews and turning heads at the moment, isn't it? And is that free forever or is that free on a tier or is that is that <laughs> they've got a revenue model coming down the pipe or, or what uh-huh. well i mean again in this thread this got mentioned quite a lot but actually <laughs> so did all the other ones i'm almost forgotten about there's so many being so many page builders that at least for a week were the stars and they seem to have <laughs> you know <laughs> dis- well not maybe disappeared but you know we don't hear so much about them but yeah elementors really that it's free um, and I noticed quite a few people in the community uh, trying it out and some say, you know, um, I think of Adam from WP Crafter did a video recently that he placed it as the best free uh, beaver, uh, sorry, best free page, page builder. builder. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, and, for, uh, like you say, free free worries me because I, I can't. Well, who knows? Maybe the guys behind it are just very you know, benevolent, nice philanthropic people who just want to keep giving. Um, but I, I, I've, in my time, I, you know, in my short amount of time, I've seen things like that go wrong and they suddenly sort of go out of existence and I'm not throwing any stones. Maybe it's the best thing in the world, but I I made a comment in the Facebook group yesterday, which was that I'm, I'm my 2017 is all about Beaver Builder. I'm going to stick with it and, and just stick with that because I, I can guarantee the support and guarantee the, you know, that it's going to be developed and, and, and they've got big plans I know for 2017. So I'm looking forward to that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we there's a lot of us, I think, in this same community, and I think it would be the same anywhere in our industry. There's a lot of us who just love shiny new toys, and we just have to test them all out, don't we? <laughs> oh, I'm so guilty of shiny new toys. Honestly, it's ridiculous. I buy so many things and then never use them. But not page builders. I'm not going to go down that road. <laughs> Yeah, well, they are. I mean, they're centre at what you as everything you do. So in some ways, you've got to pick one, I guess, for yeah. for most of your work and and really learn that one inside out. But I didn't answer the question today on Elementor. No, I do understand where they are. They're free at the moment and they're holding nothing back. But I know it's this month where they're supposed to be coming out with their pro paid version, their pro version. Oh well, you know, good luck to them. Um, yeah, I, I hope it works out. Obviously. You know, I think we both know where we're going, but I mm. hope that it works out for them. And, you know, it's nice to have fresh ideas coming from different places. And, you know, they sort of seed mm. each other with ideas, don't they? And, and they borrow from each other. Um, hey, Nathan. Go on. I was, and I was going to ask you, though, do you think that was another slight conversation that came in this thread as well about business models? I mean, we are people who are trying to build a business so we need something we need to probably back a business with a recurring income but do you think there's for other people who might be listening to this people who are doing it themselves do you think beaver builders the 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 perfect one for that because they have to pay each year for it yeah against Elementor? I, I i at the minute i'm on the i mean i can't remember if it's a dollar less than this but i, I pay for the agency plan which allows mm -hmm. me to um sort of customize it as if it's my own i have to say i've never done that i've just kept the beaver <laughs> builder logo and um and the and it's called page builder but I, you can change those if you like and call it whatever the name of your yeah. company is uh, i think it's absolutely um something that 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 i can justify spending four hundred dollars a year um mm. if you think about it it doesn't take too many websites being built upon it for it to just be an insignificant cost uh so yes I, i'm completely sold on it i think as a business um you know i, I can sell um a website and then have uh, care plans and things and, and it just gets swallowed up into the bottom line and and really uh, I, it doesn't really get noticed so yes i completely think that it's worth the money every single year mm, yeah um Another thing that came out of the, the Facebook group was, well, two, two sort of things under the same banner. Davinda, who's really um, making all of our lives better with the, with the content that he <laughs> produces, um, mentioned that he is completely sucked into Beaver Builder because he, he, he just likes the fact that it's stable and it's got no bugs. I'm, I'm with him on that. Have, have you run into any gotchas, any bits where you thought, oh, Lord, no, no, please? <laughs> no, I haven't. And that's what I like about it as well. Divinda, I mean, he's great. He, he runs Pro Beaver, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, every week and... produces lots of lo lo nice material for us all to read. Yeah. I know. And he's got the same Genesis background as well. Right. So. You know, yeah. So he st he runs some uh, business. I think he sells some Genesis themes as well okay. uh, as uh, doing this. So, yeah. So that's really key to what he does. And yeah, I mean, I completely agree with him. That's what sold it to me. And I still, I'm still surprised I don't get more bugs from them. I well, get more bugs from. It, it's a catastrophe for for uh, for a web designer, isn't it? If you've handed over a website, and especially if you've given them the keys to the kingdom and told them 
okay, here's the page builder, here's how it works, get on with it. You can modify your site as you see fit. Um, yes. If bugs come up, well, boy, you're going to be wasting so much time on the phone and carving out hours of your, you know, your precious business time. Um, and so the fact that it is stable and bug free is is having thought about it a little bit more. That's kind of really near the top for me of the list of why I use it, um, because it I just don't want to be dealing with problems down the road that are, that are not of my creation. So yeah. Um, and John Brown was mentioning the fact that it's regularly updated. I suppose those two things kind of both go together. If something is regularly updated, you can kind of rely on it to be more more stable. Uh, I think we're on, I don't know what the version, the, be the beta, beta version number is at the minute, but we get those little cycles of here's the beta, everybody test it out, and then it becomes the stable channel. Do you ever test out the betas to sort of hunt for bugs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Of course. laughs> 1.9. Oh, actually, to be honest, we're on 1.9 alpha at the moment. Alpha. So, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure it's going to go to beta. I mean, I haven't played around. This is the wonderful columns within columns one. So right. that's the big changer for us. But, yeah, I, I have tested them out quite a lot, as much as I can. Um, How many and people I have seem to be involved in doing that then? Is it a, a couple or is it dozens or hundreds or? Well, I tell you what, this is a, a a bit of a revelation to me. Obviously, increased because when they used to have the original forum and it was open, when they could, when we were small enough to manage that, you used to see a handful of people feedback stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I felt I was really behind when it came to that. There was other people who were feeding back a lot. Well, now they've removed that, so we can't see what's going on, what's been um, sent back. It's all personal support now through that, which makes a lot of sense. But yes. I set up that <laughs> I set up that live demo site for the alpha or the beta where people can go in and log in and try it for themselves. So I've been watching that, and I must have had I, over 1,200 people must have gone in, logged in, and tried out the alpha wow. version. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that's a lot of interest, isn't it? And so when, when you go in and you 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 um, create a website, a, a dev environment or something, and you put the alpha on there, what do you do? Do you just go in and try to break things? Or do you go in <laughs> and just try to build things? Or do you, are you deliberately trying to find stuff that goes wrong? Or how does that work? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, not really. I guess if there's something I feel might not work very well, and I haven't done it much on this one. See, columns within columns, I would have spent a lot of time trying to mock up or trying to break things, trying to make things that I think would be complex and it would fall apart, but I haven't done it. But I'm sure others have. I'm sure it's probably the first thing that that some of the guys in our community would do. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's thanks to people like you who take the time and the other people. Thank you, all of you, for <laughs> bothering because the rest of us get to benefit from the stable release because you guys have been in there fiddling. So, yeah, that's great. The um, kind of that leads mm. us on, I suppose, to the community. Um, mm. Another huge reason why we did mention it at the beginning, but it's another huge reason why I have stuck with Beaver Builder because I, I'm I'm in the Facebook group a lot. Um, mm. I know there's a Slack channel and I know that there's support that you can get directly from, um, you know, your account, uh, your Beaver Builder account. But I, I tend to hang around in the, the Facebook group quite a bit, not as much as you, David. You're prodigious <laughs> with your output. But that's another big part for me, the fact that 
if I've got a question, I can get it answered fairly quickly. Or the other, the flip side, I can answer people's questions if I know the answer. And that that's that's really big to me because I don't want to do this alone. I um, I spend quite a lot of time sitting hunched over my computer alone, and and it's quite a nice lifeline to know that there are other people doing it and struggling through the same stuff. Yeah. I've never known, you see, I've never been part of any community in particular. I don't know why my love for Beaver Builder is so strong, but I I think it is mainly that community and the, the nature of it is, I think it's taken on the personalities of the Beaver Builder team mm. because, you know, it's, it's again that genuine intent to treat other people with respect in the mm. way that they want to be treated. And it, it's come through this Facebook page and where I've seen other communities get a little bit worried early on about the nature of the content that will go on their groups, you know, so they're worried that spammers will come along or that people will just be promoting their own products or that conversations will be about the competition too much. They've been really laid back and let things play out and, and trusted that people will didn't need telling off that they'd be decent and would find their own way. And I think mm. that's there. The respect in that group is, just sort of remains we all we'll discipline ourselves we can all be horrible at times can't we? we can all have horrible thoughts and have bad days where we want to snap at somebody on a community but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really go on though does it there isn't a lot of that no. well none no. as far as i know and th th these the idea of the community and the facebook and the slack groups being of primary importance that th this one came from tony tony rockcliffe and george rose yeah. Rhodes. Yeah. So it's interesting, yeah. isn't it? You know, you ask that open-ended question, what, why did you choose Beaver Builder? For, for some proportion of the users, that is the number one reason, the group, the, the community that's built up around it. Um, for others, it's, you know, templating and the steady business model and the simple interface and the no short codes. And, but, yeah, the, the group, the, the community that's going on around it being the most important thing is significant. I, I think that's yeah. wonderful, really wonderful. Yeah. And it goes beyond, you know, the questions that people feel free to ask are often not Beaver Builder related, but in some ways they are. We're all in the same, we're all trying to save the same results. We're trying to get websites built the best we can. So a lot of the, and I, I love that. That's what's allowed to go on there. We're allowed to ask questions about that are more general and not to do with yep. Beaver Builder. Yep. And nobody's i see it in other groups i see it where it goes you know this this question has no validity in this group you know and you get that kind of stuff going on yeah. elsewhere well we've done very well i think we're on to th three thousand seven hundred and x number of people in the group <laughs> yeah. the facebook group and it was only a couple of months ago it feels like we were talking about giving t-shirts away for the three thousandth member so it's growing and it's growing at a real clip which is great yeah. you know all the more strength for the future um the another one that was mentioned as being an important reason for picking Beaver Builder is the the sort of ecosystem of add-ons which is um, growing up. I think this is our last yeah. point, to be honest, uh, David. I think this is the last one we've got on our list. But this is from Ian um, McGillivray. <laughs> McGill. Wow, McGillivray. I'm so sorry, Ian. Gillivray. I think I'm going to go for that. Ian Gillivray. McGillivray. Oh, what a mouthful. So sorry, Ian. Um, he, that's his most important reason. I presume that he's talking about things like, you know, Beaver Tunnels, um, Ultimate Add-ons for Beaver Builder and the Power Pack, those kind of things, which I, I know that we yeah. we use extensively, if not um, on production sites. I can see that that's a very important reason why in the future 
people are going to hop on the Beaver Builder bandwagon because it's just so extensible, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's still growing. I mean, in a way, it's one of my difficulties with Beaver Builder, actually, the ecosystem, because it's it's still in its early days where everyone's finding their way. It's hard to know what you can trust. Um, yeah. And it's hard to know what in a production environment can actually be let out into the wild. Uh, what's not going to break? Because we've had that, haven't we? We've had like add-ons changing things quite dramatically and things getting broken. So it's not core Beaver yeah. Builder things getting broken. It's add-ons yeah. that have just been modified over time. And of course, that probably is something that needs to be fixed. We can't mm. wax lyrical all the time, can we? But they do a jolly good job of adding functionality, that's for sure. Well, they create a lot of excitement because it just shows you what's possible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it might it might be early days. You see, uh, going back a little bit, sorry, we're going to go on for so long because of me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> going back to that whole bugs thing, I, I remember something that uh, the lead developer still with Beaver Builder, Justin Buser, said about having a healthy fear of breaking whatever 10,000 websites with a mistake. And I think, you know, that's what I really like about Beaver Builder. But that's where we get the difficulty when it comes on to the add-on system there because they're fueled much more by the the insatiable demand for new stuff. <laughs> yeah, shiny new widgets. Yeah, and uh, and at, the worst of it is is people like me who want it all to be stable <laughs> encourage this stuff as well. Yeah, because whenever there's a new feature mentioned, we all hop on, don't we, and discuss at great yeah. length why we like it. And, and if somebody puts out a request for what should we add, we all hop on and think, oh, you know, oh, can we have this? Can we have this? And, you know, maybe, maybe that's not the ideal. I know that quite a lot of people just simply use Core Beaver Builder and, and what it comes with, and that works just fine. I yeah. think probably, David, we've probably at 41 minutes and 20-odd seconds or thereabouts, really? I think we've probably um, said all that we need to say about Beaver Builder. Have you got any last comments before we hang up the phone? Uh, no, we should close at that point. Actually, we could yeah. go on for ages. Yeah, so many we really there. could. Um, have you um, have you enjoyed episode one, David? Is it, is it something we're going to do again? What do you reckon? Well, of course, we're going to do it again. Hey, <laughs> right answer. So, um, so it, it's. I have to say, we had quite a lot of technical catastrophes. With we're recording this on Skype, and we had quite quite a lot of fun getting Skype to work for us. I have no idea why. I think it's got something to do with my Mac. Um, but we've persevered and spent far longer than the 40 minutes it's taken us to actually record this thing, getting it done. So thanks for sticking with me. <laughs> no problem. Right. No, let's let's hope people find something useful in this. And, and I, I hope we can do some more of these and that will get some encouragement and some ideas about where we could take it and what people might find useful for us to talk about. Because we are two old guys just talking a lot of rubbish, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, we're quite good at that. And, and I think it's quite <laughs> nice to talk rubbish. And I, I wonder, I'd be really interested if anybody gets to this point listening to it if they actually get to this point if you get to this point in the podcast maybe you could put something in the facebook group saying i got to this point and then we'd actually know <laughs> anybody listened to it um so episode two who knows what we're going to talk about who knows when it's going to come along but if you've listened to this and you've enjoyed it we have no 
We have no subscribe button. We have no, um, you know, like it over here because we haven't bothered with any of that yet. We're just setting up. So bear with us. We'll get the website up and running and hopefully we'll catch you on episode two. So this has been the WP Builds podcast, episode number one. Um, and it's been all about why we both like Beaver Builder instead of the competition. Okay, thanks, David. Okay, thank you, Nathan. Cheerio. Bye.